Hi, I'm Bridget Murawski, and I'm the creative director of Baz Brothers Unlimited, a vintage wholesaler based in Fresno and Los Angeles, California. This is your bi-weekly dose of all things vintage. Hey guys, it me, and I'm back finally with a new episode of my Best Vintage Life podcast. I'm doing my best over here. I was hoping to have a new episode sooner, but life has been chaotic and I'm doing my best. So thank you for your patience and your perpetual support. I really appreciate it. I'm going to jump right into my deets. Um, you know, it's funny, I got my first negative review ever on the podcast, um, or about the podcast, which I think is pretty good after a year and a half, or maybe some of you have wanted to leave negative reviews, but you were too nice not to. But this one was pretty harsh, and it, the like title of the review was, There's No Structure to the Podcast, which is funny to me because I always jump right in with my details, and then I just do the episode, so I'm not sure what sort of structure, like, I don't know. This, this is not my full-time job. I do this because it's fun and I want to help people learn, but like I don't spend, you know, 30, 40, 50 hours a week on the podcast. I'm sorry. I just can't do that. I don't know what you want from me, but <laughs> they also complain that I yawn a lot, that I don't edit those out. Well, too bad. I don't have time for that. Someone suggested that there's software for that. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't have time and I'm a human. Like I'm not going to edit out yawns. So when they complain that I I'm always talking about how I'm hungry. Well, guess what? I'm a hungry bitch. Get over it. I am always hungry. I actually ate so much yesterday. I took the day off. I got out of Fresno for the first time since last February. I haven't spent a night away from Fresno since last February. This was like my first day trip. Um, I ate so much that I threw up. I actually don't ever get sick. Like fun fact, I just don't knock on wood, but like I couldn't remember the last time I threw up not alcohol induced. Um, and I think it was probably high school. I just don't get sick. I'm very lucky. COVID hasn't been as much of a worry for me as like some people that have been like really scared and worried. Um, yeah, so I threw up from eating too much, just too much rich food. Uh, but I felt a lot better after. So yeah, I'm always hungry. Deal with it. If you don't like these things, go find another podcast to listen to. I'm going to keep being me. And that's all there is to it. All right, jumping right into the deets. Email, email me if you have any questions. Admin at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. Admin, A-D-M-I-N, at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. Social media, you can find us on Instagram and Pinterest. Instagram at mybestvintagelifepodcast. Same thing on Pinterest. Um, website, check us out. You can sign up for our business uh, vintage for business newsletter which comes out monthly at the beginning of the month you can do the, uh, the sign up for that on the website it's my best vintage life podcast.com google voice if you want to call in have a question concern story you want to share it's 559-365-6743 559-365-6743 and don't forget to rate and review the podcast <laughs> 
you don't like my yawning or my constant hunger. Um, right now, Podchaser is doing a cool thing. Uh, the month of April, for everyone who leaves a review, they donate 25 cents to Meals on Wheels. And if I respond to it, which I would if you left one, especially this month, um, they'll double the donation. So I thought that was really cool. And that's something I think they should do every month. But we'll see. Either way, that's a really great um, cause. I know a lot of older people in my hometown that used Meals on Wheels when I I would see them growing up, you know, and I, I think it really helped a lot of people out. So if you want to leave a review on Podchaser, if you want to leave a, want to leave a review, it would be best to do it on Podchaser this month. And then, um, you know, if you can't or you don't want to make an account on Podchaser, you can always do it on Apple Podcasts as well. Ratings and reviews get me up there, gets me more seen, just like with all social media, there's an algorithm for podcasts too. So it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And the best way to get me in sight of people is to leave me a nice rating or review. And we have our um, Podbean, which is my podcasting host. We do have patron levels available if you like the podcast. Um, obviously, I haven't been podcasting as much, but I've been keeping up with social media interaction, um, which is a big part of the podcast as well. So if you feel like you've benefited from that in some way, shape or form, please consider becoming a monthly patron. You can do $2, which is just general support. Uh, $5 membership will get you a personal and or business shout out on the podcast. And you'll also be put into my close friends Instagram group, which I post a lot of fun stuff for um, goings on around the warehouse, funny stuff, stuff within my home, personal stuff. So it kind of gets you like a more up close and personal peek into life at Baz and, and my life at home. And then $20 a month if you're interested in doing um, mentorship. That's a once a month mentor call with me. Um, and that's it. So there's those three tiers and you can do that, um, through Podbean, my best vintage life podcast. If you Google those, it'll come up. It's very easy to find. And if you are following me on Instagram, you can find the link in our link tree. And my obsession at the moment, oh God, um, I'm watching, uh, the Chernobyl like drama that HBO made. I really am enjoying that. Um, that's definitely a place in the world that I would like to visit go see the Ukraine. I have ancestry um, in the the area of Chernobyl and Kiev in the um, Ukraine, which I didn't really know until recently. It's become like my third highest ancestry mark on 23andMe. So uh, I'd really love to make it out there. I think it's such a sad, fast, yeah, fascinating story and lots of brave people involved. And obviously, um, being from Pennsylvania, we had our own nuclear, not quite, I would say a disaster, but we had the Three Mile Island event in the 1970s, um, which, you know, I had a cousin in Harrisburg who had to evacuate for that. And where I lived growing up, we definitely would have been in a major radiation zone. So and I, who knows if that would have turned into something bad, I might not have ever been born. Who the heck knows? I think my brother was like two when that happened. It was like the late 70s or mid 70s. Um, but definitely something that fascinates me. So if you're looking for something good to watch, um, I watch it through HBO Max, but it is uh, the Chernobyl drama. And there's some really amazing, it's British actors um, playing Ukrainian people, which, you know, not an issue for me. Some people might not think that that's kosher these days. Um, but the one amazing guy, he's been at Mad Men, he was on The Crown. Um, I can't think of his name. 
you would know if you saw him and if you heard him, you would definitely know because he's a very particular voice. But I just, uh, I think everybody did a really good job. So definitely something to check out. Okay. So I'm just um, going to jump into today's episode. You know, no structure here. Just kidding. Um, a few weeks, not weeks ago, maybe last week or the week before, I asked on Instagram and I had planned on releasing this episode um, last week, but shit happens. I had asked about, you know, how do we handle um, canceled vintage? Okay, so this is a controversial issue. And there have been a lot of things, a lot of organizations, a lot of people canceled. And what I'm seeing as a vintage wholesaler is I'm seeing people not wanting these things. Now, I understand that. And I can't really think of many things that I am not like, oh, give me a break on. You know, I'm like, yeah, definitely. Like, I see why that's an issue. Um, But, you know... (laughs) so many people that listen to this podcast, including, you know, me, we, we fight for sustainability. We fight for people to reuse their clothing and give clothing new life. And here we are like putting up this, this barrier for these, these items. And it's kind of like, oh crap. It almost feels in a way hypocritical. I mean, maybe not hypocritical because it is, there is an issue there of, you know, something not being right morally. Um, but it, it's, it's weird. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, it feels like it's going against what we believe, but there's a reason for it. But it's still like, there's just, there's, I don't know. I don't know what the right or wrong answer is here. I didn't come here to find a right or wrong answer. I just kind of came here to share what you all felt about the question that I asked, which was, what do we do with all the canceled vintage? Um, and the big areas where I see it the most are pretty much the, the main one is sports teams. So, um, you know, teams like the Atlanta Braves, the, um, Cleveland, is it the Cleveland Indians, the Washington Redskins, um, anything that is involving Native American names, um, those are really people have put up a big like roadblock, like, no, I don't want any of that in my order. Um, I shouldn't say everyone. Actually, people from other countries, um, it's not as important to them and they don't care as much. And I don't know, I don't necessarily want to say that it's because they don't what they don't think it's, you know, wrong or right or whatever. I just don't think that people where they are are as sensitive about it because it's not happening within their own country. And I'm sure that there are plenty of things that happen in other countries where we would be the same, you know, be like, well, I don't know much about that. You know, not everyone in X country knows a lot about Native Americans in the United States. You know, that's just that's just how it is. It doesn't make them a bad person. They just might not be educated on it. So I'm not seeing as much pushback. Um, I am seeing pushback from like Canadian buyers, but I'm not seeing as much from buyers. I won't say in what countries, but in other countries throughout the world, but definitely seeing major pushback from buyers within the United States. Um, and then also, you know, there's not too, too many other categories. Um, the sports team is a big one. Oh, sorry. Huge truck coming through and way too fast. Um people you know we have like we have a ton of michael jackson stuff 
And I just recently watched Leaving Neverland, and it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just so hard to watch. But, you know, when you have items with canceled people, um, that gets really tricky as well. You know, people are like, yeah, I don't don't want Michael Jackson in my store. I don't want to have people think that I, you know, approve of what he, you know – well, I mean, what I feel like he probably did. I, He's dead now, but you know what I mean. It's just like, it's tough. Like, the sports team are, are tough. People are tough. Um, you know, certain sayings on shirts or other certain people. I'm, I've been getting really nervous lately just with, like, um, NASCAR drivers and country music singers because every now and then... I'll see a country music singer on a shirt and I won't think anything of it. And then like, we'll find another shirt of theirs and there'll be like a Confederate flag on it. And I'm like, oh God, okay. I didn't know anything. I don't like, I personally do not like country music at all. Um, So, you know, the areas of life I know the least about are the ones that make me the most nervous because I wouldn't know if somebody was racist or did something inappropriate or, you know, had a me too move, like me too moment. Like those are all the things that I feel like I've been worrying about the most. And I think it's good to talk about these things. Like, I don't think it should be an elephant in the room. Um, I think it's healthy and it's okay to maybe not always know, like, right off the bat is this a good person has this person done bad things said bad things you know you can't expect yourself to know everything about everyone and we all make mistakes um so i think it's important to learn from them and to learn prior to making them so we don't make as many excuse me in the future so um let me grab my phone here i'll just read some of the answers that uh people said i'm trying to think okay um so someone said it all comes back around um i can't tell they they responded three times and i don't know like chronologically what way it came back in um eventually it'll be all it'll all be back around as novelty people will forget why they were canceled at some point or love them because they were canceled unless it's downright racist or something legit it all comes back around so yeah i don't know (laughs) Just, I think things have really changed. And as long as social media is a thing, I think that um, that probably won't happen. Or I don't know, I just I don't think it's okay for things that are racist or inappropriate to come back around. Um, And especially if it's someone that you don't want to support or a team or something that you know, you don't agree with, like, okay, a team being called the Washington Redskins or something like that, you know, like, I, I don't want that kind of stuff to come back around. It's just, the question of what do we do with it? And somebody else actually responded beneath them. And they said, hang on to it. Eventually canceled vintage will be the next big thing. Um, I, you know, I don't, and I promise to keep these um, anonymous. I, I, I just don't see that happening anytime soon. Um, my, my thing is, I don't want it to be the next big thing. But Sometimes I think it's good to see these things to learn from your mistakes and to learn from history. Um, I think completely forgetting history and rewriting history is bad um, because then we forget about, you know, how we've gone to where we are and there's nothing to learn from. So I I don't know about that. Um, I look at them as like historical slash learning items. Um, 
and kind of take the emotion out of it, whether it's right or wrong, it's something to learn from. Let me see these other responses here. Um, someone said you can make underwear, kitchen rags, and other repurposed items. So yeah, um, t-shirts make great cleaning rags. I know we do that here at the warehouse with like white t-shirts that are just beyond saving. Um, underwear, I don't know. I guess it would depend on, you know, the fabric content of the shirt because you do need stretch for underwear. Otherwise, it'll just fall down. So if the shirt had some sort of stretch to it, yeah, that could that could work. I don't know if I'd fit my fat ass into an old t-shirt. I got a muscular jiggly booty, but um, <laughs> it's a great idea. Maybe some, some kids underwear, some stuff for your kids, some pets. You know, I'm sure YouTube has a long, long stream of videos you could watch on how to repurpose old t-shirts. I mean, you could always turn it inside out, wear it as a sleep shirt. I mean, I don't, you know, if you live alone, nobody knows what you sleep in. I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with that or turning it inside out, using it maybe as like your cleaning shirt, your paint shirt, uh, your gardening shirt, you know, or if you're if it's cold out and you know you're not going to take layers off, you could just layer over on top of it so that nobody's going to see it. You know what I mean? Just don't do it on a day where you're going to have to peel layers off and be like, oh, shit, I have my, uh, you know, Illinois fighting Illini shirt on or, or, you know, whatever it may be. So you could always layer over it. Um, but I think that the kitchen rags one is is really, really great. I'm trying to think what else you could do to repurpose. Like I said, there's probably so many projects. I'm not necessarily a crafty person in the sense that I don't think of these things. You know, I, I watch a video and I say, oh, hey, that's really cool. Um, right now, a lot of people are doing pieced stuff. So like if you could cut the bottom off, cut the sleeves off, and then maybe cut a panel off the back, like if it's just a front screen t-shirt, that could be cool, like maybe making something else out of t-shirt scraps. And I I say t-shirts, like I don't want to forget that there are other things. There's sweatshirts, there's sweatpants, um, denim jackets. You know, there is other stuff that has inappropriate things on it or canceled vintage. But for me, doing what I do, the t-shirts have been the biggest questionable ones. Um, I don't know like what you would do with a jersey, you know, for these sports teams. I have no idea. Um, let's see. I cut up the tees and use them as cleaning rags. Vintage t-shirts make great window cleaning cloths. Yeah, so there you go. Somebody else is cleaning windows um, with the t-shirts. And I think that that could be, you know, I think cleaning is a really good way to go. Um, and I personally use cleaning rags at my house. I use like old washcloths and scrap clothes and stuff like that. But it's really nice because I'll like... When my housekeeper comes, she knows to use them. She uses very, like, when the pandemic started, she and I had a conversation, like, we need to cut back on, like, wipes and paper towels. Not that she used a lot to start, but she really was good about that during, you know, the paper towel and toilet paper panic, like, the paper good panic. And um, she knows how to use the rags, and it's cool. She'll just, like, put them in an area for me to wash them afterwards. I wash them on super hot water with a bunch of detergent. And then I dry them just for like extra sanitization. But cleaning rags are really great because it cuts back on your use of paper products. I mean, that might be common sense, but not everybody thinks of it or not everybody takes the initiative to do it. So another vote for cleaning rags. 
Um, somebody said create a museum. I, you know, I don't, I don't know about creating a museum, but I think it would be interesting one day to have some sort of exhibit or something featuring items like that. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm big on learning from historical mistakes. Um, and I on- honestly think some of these teams, like especially the sports teams, might be interested in having old archival pieces. Um, I know once I was at a Colorado Rockies um, baseball game. Not that there's anything inappropriate about the Rockies, but earlier in that day, I had um, thrifted a an old jacket and took it to the game and someone from like the team was incredibly interested in it because I guess it was like a super early developed style or low logo or something was different. Um, and they were just like, wow, this we, we would love to have this. You know what I mean? So sometimes teams are interested in having that sort of thing as an archival piece. It's not that they're saying it's right or wrong. It's more just like, hey, this was a part of our history. Um, and... <laughs> A client and friend of mine responded, this is such a great question, and I'm sure other people feel that too, and I'm sure she probably feels similar to me in knowing that there might not be, there might not necessarily be a right or wrong answer, but it's okay to think about, um, and you know, it's okay to question. And let's see, I think that was it. I didn't get too, too many responses on this one. Honestly, I feel like people were probably a little scared. Even though I promised that um, it would be anonymous, uh, which I get. You know, today we are in such a volatile culture of just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I thought when Donald Trump left office, like all of this like hate and bad energy would go away immediately. But it doesn't seem like it has. And that makes me sad. Um, Even as a podcaster, I've been... I haven't even felt like as motivated to put episodes out lately just because I feel like everything is so scary these days. It's so easy to be canceled and people to pick you apart. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that we're not seeing each other face to face. And I've talked about this, I think, on the troll episode. Um, You know, and it's crazy. This comedian that I like, I watched a video he did and it was called like the first barbecue after the pandemic. And it was just basically him. There's no one else in the video, but it was him being like your relative, like, you know, XYZ relative, your uncle, cousin, whatever, talking at a barbecue. And he's basically saying all the things that people have been saying on social media but now like you're in person with him and you're just kind of like oh shit he's right like this is how it's gonna be things you know are gonna get weird once people are back together at parties events like I just see things getting really kind of topsy-turvy so because people have like just they've just had this invisible presence you know where it's a lot easier to call someone x y and z horrible thing or call out their flaws when you're at home on your couch eating a pint of ice cream instead of you know out having a cocktail with them or out at a party so I think it's it's a scary time and if you feel that way but maybe you're afraid to admit it it's okay I feel that way and I'm comfortable admitting it it's taken me a while Art thinks I'm insane because he just thinks cancel culture is is horrible and it's not solving problems. And I do agree with him to some extent. Like there's a lot of 
yelling and finger pointing and virtue signaling and I'm perfect because I did x y and z thing and it's just like at the end of the day there's so many problems that just aren't getting fixed by by what people think are the solution you know so I, I just try to keep to myself on social media these days. I'm happy to post content for you guys, but I'm really not looking at my feed as much. Um, I just don't need that negative energy. So what is the answer for the canceled vintage? I really, I really don't know. Um, if you have any in your inventory that you're, it's like a liability for you financially, I can see that being stressful. And I'm sorry if that's the case. Um, you can't really hate the clothing's not the clothing's fault. It's an inanimate object, you know. You kind of have to hate the history. But um, if you have any ideas for ways to repurpose things other than cleaning rags or underwear or maybe other styles, I'd be I'd be totally down to listen. Or if you find like any cool videos with ideas, that would be nice. Um, sometimes, like with overdying that can help kind of fade out graphics tie dyeing but like I said if you want to layer it underneath that can work there's you know there's only so many ways to reinvent the wheel with this sort of thing um you know animals you could use it as a like a dog towel to wipe off your dog if you go hiking or go to like lakes or places where there's water a lot maybe something to like line your seat. I know I've done that in Art's car because he doesn't have car seat covers. And um, if we've gone on work trips and I take the dogs, um, just cover the seat with a, with a t-shirt, kind of tuck it into the seam of the seat. And that way, like the dogs, because he has leather seats in his car, that way they're not uh, scratching up his seats. So that's a good idea too. I guess that would fall under cleaning products, but you know, there's no, there's no right or wrong answer. And I didn't want this to be like a long drawn out episode. I just wanted to kind of get the cogs going in your head and realize that, you know, at some point in time, you may encounter this issue, who knows what else will be canceled in our lifetime. So just something to, to keep in mind when you're sourcing and just to be sensitive about, um, especially if you're a vintage uh, reseller. But, you know, also if you just own vintage and love it, if you're an enthusiast, you know, also being sensitive in that way too. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I needed to fill you guys in on. Life has been kind of hectic. Once again, thank you so much for um, for supporting me and continuing to support the podcast. I've received a lot of really nice messages from you. Um, we have shut down the academy. Unfortunately, there just wasn't as much interest in it as I thought there would be, which was really kind of heartbreaking. Art felt like it was his fault that people didn't enjoy his, um, you know, his online classes, which, which isn't true. So many people have said they enjoyed them. It's just, it seems like it's a money thing. Um, I wish I would have known that up front because a lot of people that told me they were like down for it. And I even did like a survey as to what people would pay for stuff. <laughs> People said they'd pay way more than what I was charging, so I put a lot of time and energy into it, and I feel like, um, I don't know, I was a little hurt there, I guess. Um, but, you know, everybody has different priorities with their money. Um, $20 a month for a revolving charge to me isn't that much money, but some, to some people it is, but they're also not taking into account, like, what they're spending their money on every week, like... 
you know, there's a lot of silly things people spend their money on, but I can't, I can't help people prioritize their finances. They have to do that on their own. Um, I'm blessed enough that I've had enough ups and downs with money to know what to prioritize my spending on, but not everybody's that lucky. And it's for a lot of younger people, it's something you have to learn over time and you will learn over time. Um, so that's kind of been a big bummer. Um, but you know, maybe we'll do it again down the road. I don't know. It was just a lot of work for me to get started and up and running and not have the the reception I had hoped for. So we'll see. I really want to get more into doing the YouTube videos um, and then long format um, content instead of just Instagram. So, you know, blog posting and YouTube videos versus just like posts every now and then or Instagram stories. I have had some people reach out to me about buying trips. Um, our minimum is still $1,000. So if that's something you're interested in, you know, just let me know. A lot of people are like kind of trying to bend that like, oh, can I do this? Can I do that? And the fact of the matter is like $1,000 at this point in time is more than fair. There are people in Europe charging like $5,000 minimum. There's people in the, the US charging $500 just to get in their warehouse. Um, I feel like a thousand is fair. We've never been, I just feel like we've never been so busy in terms of like walking clients and in LA it's even worse. I don't, I, I'm not there for that, but I know it's just, it's, I want to say getting out of hand, but it's just a little bit more than what we've ever been used to. So, um, you know, just just be patient. And if our prices or our minimum are not in your <laughs> you know, your budget right now, then, um, you know, rethink it, save up, come back at another time. And, you know, we'll be here, hopefully. <laughs> I don't see why we wouldn't. Um, and I want to just say thank you for everyone who said kind words of support. I had to um, euthanize my dog Murphy on March 10th. And that was really incredibly difficult. Um, I had a feeling it was coming, but it never makes it any easier. And, you know, he was just, he was the sweetest boy and we miss him every day. Um, actually we, I had a woman come to the warehouse and do it mostly because my old house didn't feel like home anymore. And my new house didn't really feel like home yet either. And he had come to the work with, come to work with me every day. So I wanted to do it where we both felt comfortable. So, um, Art was here with me. He held my hand and <laughs> it was very hard. Um, but he he, he was at peace, you know, you, he was so tired. And um, in the end, it was just the right thing to do. It was just a very hard thing to do. And I still, still struggle every now and then, you know, just seeing a picture or a video of him, you know, he's a, he was a beautiful animal. And he, he gave me so much, I didn't realize until after he was gone, just how much he gave me as a pet. So I'm very, very thankful for him. And I hope he's in a, a happy place up in the sky. <laughs> um, so yeah, things, otherwise things have been good. The new house is coming together. The old house is pretty much completely empty and I want to get it listed ASAP. There was a little hiccup there with some paperwork. Um, and the new house, just lots of backordered stuff, you know, first world problems, but it doesn't make it any less annoying, I guess, you know, just kind of like I have a shit ton of books on my dining room table just because I lost a lot of book storage and I'm waiting for 
like storage solutions for them to to ship so you know it feels it feels good it's a good home um I'm very happy there I've been sleeping better I feel safer and you know it's obviously a very true to the 70s retro home and that's why I love it so much and why I chose it for my home so it's it's a new chapter in my life spring has sprung it feels good I hope that you all have been well, staying healthy and safe out there and uh, keeping your stress nice and low and treating yourself good. So um, in the meantime, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, if you don't like anything I said today, just let me know. I gave you plenty of options to reach out and get in touch. And if you have any ideas about these canceled vintage pieces, you know, this was more just a little, a little thing to get the ball rolling and see like what can we come up with. Um, maybe some more sustainable ideas other than just like throwing things away or burning them or whatever people would do with them, you know, let's see if we can come up with something a little bit better for our planet. Um, cause you know, like I said, it's not the clothing's faults and the planet shouldn't have to suffer for it. We just have to figure out a way to fix things sensitively and, um, kind, you know, with kind intentions understanding that things are these things were canceled for a reason so in the meantime my friends stay sane stay healthy please be kind and don't be basic i'll talk to you soon bye